0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Hello Mentor Podcast. Uh, Today, we have a really, really special guest with us. Uh, She is uh, a Malaysian singer, songwriter, guitarist, ukulele player, and visual artist. Uh, Z started her music career in 2009 uh, when she was signed to Brushfire Records, uh, making her the first Malaysian to reach many international markets in the U.S. and Asia. Uh, She has. Performed at esteemed festivals and in many iconic venues and stages, uh, performing tours in the US, Asia, and six different cities in China, and uh, much recently in uh, Bangalore, uh, India. Uh, These songs have also appeared in ads, uh, TV series such as Gossip Girl, uh, Parenthood, Private Practice, uh, Good Doctor. Uh, Spy, as well as in movies like 21 Jump Street, uh, The Oranges and Ola Bola, that's a uh, Malaysian favorite. Uh, now, more than 10 years later, uh, Z is a self-funded independent artist who is still creating music for her long-term supportive appreciators around the world. Uh, and with that, let's uh, start the conversation. thanks for doing this
1: yeah for sure thanks for having me yeah
0: so glad to have a you hu- here by the way
1: guys this is a very huge office
0: oh th- thank you for that i
1: was thank saying you. like so d- d- does derek power walk yeah. every morning <laughs> to his office because
0: it's so huge i i, I come to work just it rough. has its own zip code yeah, yeah you should have yeah <laughs> <laughs> like you joke like we could get a grab from one end to the other yeah I actually come to the office for exercise. Like, you know, that's, oh, how, you? That, that's my uh, well, I mean like loss everyone plan. here
1: is in good shape. Yeah. So maybe I should start working here.
0: <laughs> you're, maybe you're not you're work, just come and just up. like walk
1: back and forth.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, like like I was saying earlier, like you know for me to get to the pantry I have to make sure I got like a list of things, you know, like the five things I need to take so that I don't have to make two trips. Like <laughs> that's how far the journey. Is. <laughs> uh yeah, welcome. So um yeah, we chat a bit we we uh, before we kind of started recording, I mean, we talked a bit about, you know, uh, what you've been up to and, and your music and all that. Uh, I want to kick off with this question, though. Uh, on Twitter, uh, your bio actually says, I write songs that make you feel like pancakes, which I thought was very interesting. Uh, <laughs> can you elaborate, like, what do you mean by that?
1: Well, first of all, I love that you saw that on my bio, because that to me is uh, very, you know, class level research. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. well, that a lot. Well, the team did
0: a great job. And yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, well, I, I, I write songs that make you uh, feel like you are a pancake or you want some pancakes.
0: Mm. Mm. And what does it mean like to want some pancakes? I
1: feel like, I don't know, I think that was said to me. Like, yeah, your song makes me your song make me feel like pancakes. Like, okay, mm. what does that mean? Do you feel does it mean like you want pancakes yeah. or you are a pancake? Like, okay, a little bit of both, all right. But I feel like what that means is, uh, on the surface, mel- um sonically my songs sound very warm mm. you know and um i think paired with my voice mm. a little bit it may mm. sound like kind of something very warm fluffy and sweet mm. you know but i think you kind of have to you know have another pair of listening ears and um really kind of listen to my lyrics mm. uh-huh
2: Right, the uh, yeah. lyrics are not
0: so fluffy.
1: There is a- <laughs>
0: <laughs> the tune is fluffy but not the lyrics. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. But you know, I think it's 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 I, I don't know if it's ironic or anything like that, but it's just like oh okay, like oh Zia V, she writes very chill songs, you know, like very like oh, happy, happy, cute, cute, you know. But I think um to me like that was just kind of where like oh, yeah, I make songs that make you feel. Like, I write songs that make you feel like pancakes, mm. you know. It's like mm. easiest way. But I think um people who really do appreciate my music, like they kind of uh, delve deeper into the uh, you know the their understanding of my songs are. Probably a lot different. <laughs> mm.
0: Oh, actually, I was like, I was just telling the, the team earlier that I I, I feel like the um, your style is very diverse. Yeah. You know? Like the way like your, your music is very diverse. So um I I uh I listened to like good things which you released recently and it's kinda like um it's the type of music that I I like listening to music like this a lot. I don't know how you describe it, like an indie, folk ish kind it's of. This folky. Feeling. Is this folky? Yeah, it's kind folk, of yeah. Feeling. And then you have a bit, and then there's some more pop ish kind of style. And then you can kind of switch quite well
1: yeah. between well, the two. Yeah, to me, I'm a songwriter, first and foremost. That's yeah. how I started out. I'm a writer, then poet,
2: mm. you know, because
1: mm. it's part and parcel. Mm. But for me, I'm a songwriter, a storyteller you know, with melodies. Um, So I actually work for music and I just deliver however it wants the story to be delivered Mm. in whatever sound, in whatever, you know, way of singing, um, the beats, the groove, the rhythm. I am a devotee of music, so to speak. So I I actually don't have... Uh, I want to say I don't have control over how it's going to come out. Mm. I usually let the song write itself. Mm. Um, and yeah, if it wants to come out like a grunge song, it's going to come out like a grunge song. But if it wants to come out like a folk song, then, you know, I let that happen. Because to me, I'm um, just a messenger,
0: mm. I guess. Yeah. Mm. Uh, on a personal level, when you listen to music, right, from other artists, do you have like a uh, favorite genres?
1: See That's the thing too, my music taste is very eclectic and mm. the kind of music that I listen to is not necessarily the kind of music that I make
3: because
1: mm. growing up, um, I grew up in kind of a musical household within the sense that we love karaoke <laughs> and that's how, you know, we're a Southeast Asian family, of course we have karaoke, mm-hmm. um, and uh yeah so that would happen every weekend with my parents and their friends and I'd just be like the only little tot there you know like a little toddler who would just be like I want to sing Carpenters (laughs) and that's what I would do I guess that's where my love for music really sort of you know grew right um but also my grandfather was a musician as well I see so I guess it kind of runs in my family Um, But yeah So I I grew up around You know Five, six, seven years old I'm like listening to a lot of Evergreen Nostalgic music Mm. You know Mm. That was like way too Way, way, way too Beyond my comprehension As like a five to six year old But something would always happen Like when I first listened to The Carpenters I had visions of me as a teenager Listening to it on a 45 In the 70s and I will always remember that vividly, mm. like that vision vividly that mm. I had when I was about six or seven years old. Mm. And I would just be the happiest, mm. you know.
2: Mm.
1: So it's, I have a divine connection with like, you know, every piece of music that I listen to. And mm. then in my teen years, of course, it was the early thousands, so we listened to like a lot of Ja Rule, J Lo, Christina Aguilera, uh, you know, like so all the I, pop actually, stuff yeah. and things like that. And that was super fun. Like really, really fun times. Um, uh, but that was more of like a growth, you know, you're in school, you're a teenager, and like that's what people were listening to. And I actually kind of I really liked it. Mm. Um, And then I started like finding my connection, my own personal connection back into music when I started listening to a lot of kind of progressive rock music, like Mm. really heavy screamo stuff. Right. Yeah, I had right. many. Ev- I had many evolutions. I'm right. still. I will still continue to go through my evolutions. But right. there was one point where you know I had eyebrow piercing, tongue piercing, belly piercing, all black, black, black nails.
0: You went through Hair that space. was face. pink and black.
1: I went mm-hmm. to a pink and black face. Mm. back hand handbag, coffin. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> and um, yeah, but after that, because I loved listening to rock, so I was listening to a lot of like classic rock. Mm. So I went back to see like you know what where these bands got their influences from. Right. And then um, so I started listening to a lot of like Led Zeppelin and Deep Purple, who, which was by the way my first concert when I was thirteen years old mm. when they had their reunion tour at Shah Alam. Um, yeah, and then. So I started listening to classic rock, which yeah. was mostly around the 70s era. Right. Came back to the 70s, you know. Mm. And then I, I was like, okay, what was happening around that era? Mm. So then I started listening to a lot of Joni Mitchell and Bob Dylan and all the singer-songwriter pioneers of the time. Mm. And then after that, I started, um, when I, as I grew into my early 20s, I started having an ability to understand jazz. Which wow. is how I found my singing voice, mm. because I started listening to a lot of Billie Holiday records. Mm. Yeah, right. So you found
0: your singing voice through jazz. That's through interesting. jazz. Through jazz. Oh,
1: because wow. I think the songwriting of vocal jazz that was written around, you know, the Gershwin era, they were very simple recipe, mm. authentic, simple, mm. and honest.
2: Mm. Mm. you know,
1: mm. and they always found ways, found new poetic ways to say, I just want to be with you, mm. you know, doesn't matter, mm. you know, say it like, I just, you know, we'll walk under the moonlight, you know, stuff like that, and like, I enjoy that about music, I enjoy the poetry aspect about mm. music.
0: So very diverse, I, 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 I'm reminded of a time, I, I used to have a friend, so he was like in like this little band, and, and he was having this conversation with another friend, and while he was doing that, he was kind of criticizing uh, one of these uh, pop songs. So I was like, oh, like, ee, like why do you want to listen to this artist? And then the other person said, hey, you can't call yourself a musician if you don't appreciate all forms of music, right? And I, that, that, that conversation was very memorable to me.
1: yeah yeah it's i guess you know for me it i i feel like i'm a little i was a little bit out of touch with current music Mm. like i didn't know what was happening in the 40s in the top 40 charts Mm. i didn't know what was happening i only listened to them when i go get groceries at a supermarket and they would be playing (laughs) on the radio you know and like because i wasn't really invested in it there was something about you know i guess just the Frequencies of the songs that we just didn't vibe well with me personally because I, you know, do come from my music taste is from a more nostalgic background.
0: Mm. It's quite like formula based now. I'm not sure if that's the word I'm looking for. Is that what you mean? It's very formula based, like it follows like a structure, very predictable. Yeah, well, I
1: think also, you know, with the growth of like you know, the Generation Z's now, Mm. they're. Um, Like all the information On how to make music Is all available to them Information is available to them And therefore Their uh, Evolution of perspective Is very very different From how we grew up When we were their age You know We had to wait To connect to our internet
2: Mm. And
1: mm. if mom like answers the phone Bye oh, Bye yeah, bye connection yeah.
3: You know what I mean And now
1: it's like we, Remember last time We had uh, we Say okay BRB That means we're going to be away From the internet right that's, that's No right. now we live in the internet Okay oh, no right. BRB anymore Oh you're right I
0: haven't seen that in a long time I wonder if people still know What that means yeah.
1: I still remember the sound You know remember When you connect to a modem It's
0: like Yeah
1: Beautiful sound
0: Yeah I was there in the beginning Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: So, I just I just feel like, uh, you know, after a while, like, I told myself, like, you know what? Like, I actually do have to start reconnecting with my industry and really hear what these young people are saying. Mm. Um, you know, for a while, like, all the music was sounding the same and mm. they... You know, they were all saying the same thing and, you know, there was some qualities about it in their messages that I didn't enjoy.
2: Mm.
1: But now there are so many um, bands, mm. uh, young bands that are making gorgeous music in, mm. and they convey it in their own way la, like mm. in their own kind of generational way mm. and you know i i'm starting to kind of fall back in love
2: mm. with
1: current music mm. but yeah you, i mean you know you're right like as a musician we have to know about All Mm. Different types of music Mm. So same if you do Accounting right You have to know How to do uh, What's debit What's credit This bank account Uh, I don't know I don't know much About accountancy You know know
0: debit and credit I was actually very I was very impressed When you said those two words Uh, You know
1: uh, Collection OPE uh, Reserve
0: uh. (laughs) I'm surprised You know the terms Debit and credit I was like what She knows debit and credit (laughs) Uh, so um, earlier, you, you, you shared a bit about how you grew up in a musical family of sorts. Like, did you always know that, then that you wanted to be like a singer, songwriter? How, how did that happen? At what point, right, did you kind of, did you know, this is my thing, I'm going to do this?
1: Was that even allowed in our society, in our, you know?
0: Yeah, I don't think it was like a Especially Malaysian
1: yeah. society, man. Huh? You want mm. to be a singer? What? Mm. And that conversation never happened, although, you know, I think like growing up as well. Um, I think like I don't know, I've always enjoyed singing, but I never ever in a million lifetimes would have thought that it would be my career. Although, you know, I my, my parents knew that, you know, I love singing. Mm. was I good at it did we know if I was good at it no because at the time it was the time of like American Idol and all of that right Just yep. like the, so like society had already set a, set a standard of what a good voice sounds like and mm. I don't reach that high I'm just a girl in my room singing in front of my laptop mm. like a $20 webcam and my dad's hand me down IBM laptop you know and, and just singing songs from my diary entries mm. that's all mm. Um, I was actually, you know, born and bred to be a lawyer.
0: Oh, were you? Okay. Yes. Oh.
1: But I was very rebellious. Mm. Very rebellious. Clearly, Man, I'm so sorry, mom and dad. For lawyer, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> All the times and all the things I did, I've said. <laughs> um, but, you know, I guess, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Do you believe in destiny?
0: Somewhat, a bit. Right? Yeah. yeah and sometimes you bit. can't, you yeah. can't
1: like stray too far away from that, yeah. especially if it's something that's going to make you very happy yeah. and still re-instill passion in your life, then you know that you're going to help a lot of people with it. Mm. You cannot run away from that, you mm. know? Like,
2: mm.
1: And I guess in a sense, like, I don't know, I was really afraid at first. Mm. that's why I did it in secret I didn't tell my friends or my family that mm. I was like posting music up on YouTube that's and YouTube right. wasn't really a, a thing at the time like yeah. nobody you know like my parents didn't know what it was I had to explain to them what it was that's right know. yes so back in like 2007 or something
0: yeah yeah like a very select group of people were on YouTube now everyone knows YouTube but right back in those YouTube days, was a
1: very different world yeah. Yeah. back then was, right we didn't they didn't really rely that much on algorithms. Mm. You know, mm. that time.
2: Yeah, yeah. So,
1: you know, I, yeah, but I, I didn't expect that to happen. Mm. I didn't plan, I didn't market my songs. Like I said, I kept it a secret. I didn't even show my face,
0: mm.
1: just half of my face.
0: Mm. Mm. You
1: know, back then I was known as Coco Yeah,
0: Yes, Coco I see you kept the, the, the name on your YouTube channel, Coco Kaina. Sorry, you kept the name on your on your YouTube channel, Coco Kaina. I did. I saw, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, you know, Coco Kaina was the the start, the genesis
0: mm. of it all, mm. so to speak. And and yeah, so um, that kind of Is a, a good segue to another question I was very curious about because you were discovered on YouTube. Uh, I see you're very active on TikTok. Like awesome. Like you, I see you're uploading very regularly. <laughs> what What's, uh, uh, if you're listening to this on audio, like Zee's doing a dance, which you won't be able to see.
1: So watch it on YouTube.
0: <laughs> yeah, watch this on YouTube <laughs> or on her TikTok. Um, <laughs> what's your view on how um, social media has kind of transformed music, right? Since, you, you know, you seem to be really active on uh, social media, and, and you discovered that.
1: You know, social media is, of course, uh, as we know, It's a double-edged sword. Mm. But for me personally, as um, someone who actually was discovered on social media, actually, you know, um, I feel that if you use it and post things on there and share things with intention, it can really benefit you. Mm. I've met many wonderful people through social media. I've uh, connected Because of social media and went on to do like many amazing projects. Um, And it definitely has changed the face of music. Mm. Like SoundCloud has brought so many, you know, mainstream artists came from SoundCloud backgrounds. Uh, Even TikTok now is becoming like a huge music platform as well for new artists to be discovered. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Instagram, I love, I'm on Instagram a lot. Like a plague. (laughs) Um, And Twitter, I love Twitter as well. Although, Twitter, I have to be careful about what I want to say sometimes. People get cancelled all the time. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like three people cancelled every day. Yeah,
0: I I agree. I I, (laughs) agree. I'm on Twitter, but mostly just reading.
1: Lain yeah. yeah, right, <laughs> um, but Facebook, I don't really have a personal one. I have like one that I admin the uh, artist page for. Mm. And it's great. I think social media, if you are a person in the creative industry, it's great for you to connect with people who appreciate your art and to get feedback from them. Um, and I just feel like if you, or influencer, whatever, just please respect your appreciators. Mm. Yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Social media is great because of the people who decide to subscribe and update themselves on your life,
2: Mm. Mm.
1: you know? Mm. And I feel like social media could be a good place for like a very, I don't know, like, I don't know, sense of movement, I guess. Like, if you do have a good platform, if Mm. you have like a large platform, like, no, use it for the good. Mm. You know, it's easy to go on there and post like photos of yourself. They're very narcissistic, self gratification. Mm. We all love it. Mm. Dopamine hit, right? Mm. But also, I feel like right now is a really great time for us to use that to support each other and to really, really try to advocate for, you know, the good things. In the world that could help us be nicer and live easier, you know, together.
0: Mm, I agree. Um, uh, And in fact, I I think we saw a couple of weeks ago you tweeted out. Is that is that how you say tweeted out or just tweeted? You tweeted that you were you interested to be an advocate, right, for like anti-bullying and like mental health. Like, um, can you tell us a bit more about? that thought and how, you know, you know, what direction you plan to kind of take that?
1: So when I got back, I've been back here for almost two years now, mm. actually. Almost. And I noticed that people weren't really talking about mental health. Mm. You know, as uh, <laughs> as a creative person, like, you know, this is just part and parcel of what we have. Like we all have certain <laughs> mental... Um, issues Mm. right but Mm. that's just because we have very you know different perspectives Mm. and you know a lot of us are just hypersensitive towards our surroundings and people and things like that Mm. so you know and i know that because i'm from i (laughs) i was in the states for over 10 years Mm. and every other friend of mine are on meds of some sort or they go see you know therapists and things like that and it's just normal Like, you go get your nails done. You go get your hair done. Like, why don't you go and get somebody to listen to you and, you know, like, get your, you know, like, your mind sorted out. Like, this is what someone said to me, you Mm. know. Not to say that it's, like, the same as, like, getting your nails or hair done. Mm. But, like, you do have that urgency to get all these things on your outer self done Mm. and sorted, Mm. you know. But we just kind of forget that we need to tend to our inner mind because mm. this is our engine mm. this is what's going to you know help us navigate through our lives mm. um and i was like hey why isn't anybody like i haven't heard anybody in malaysian twitter talk about mental health mm. and then so i started tweeting a bunch about it and um i was going to Uh, kind of worked together with some NGOs here and there and we were just trying to find the right time and then after that like I found that a lot more celebrities are talking about mental health and then you know that was great Mm. like I hope that conversation can you know keep that can continue Mm. because it doesn't matter what society you're in right Mm. like in this day and age our problems are almost the same if not worse and yep. how it used to be.
0: Yeah, exaggerated by the internet probably.
1: Right. Or but there are very impressionable it, yeah. people out there mm. who read things online and believe mm. it. Who mm. see things online and compare themselves with it. Mm. And I just feel like because to me, like I said, like as a creative, I can't I can't, you know, advocate about anything else that I haven't personally Um, experienced myself Mm. you know if you want to talk about like okay I can talk about the environment like yeah don't litter like there are things that you can do to make to sustain ourselves longer on this home but there are other people who are maybe were well versed about that Mm. so I want to be you know prepared so I was like okay what can I want to advocate for I'm in a point in my life now as a person Mm. where I'm like okay I need to talk about something No, I had that urge to kind of want to like talk about something that's meaningful.
2: Mm.
1: And I was like, okay. Yeah, I I feel like mental health is quite important because mental health leads to a lot of things. Mm. Mental health leads to you wanting to better yourself and then therefore you want to better your environment. Mm. And then therefore, when you want to better your environment, then you want to help your environment be better. Mm. Right So mm. it all kind of correlates with each other. Mm. And I just feel like it's very important to get that out there and to just kind of even talk about cancel culture, let's cancel the stigma mm. around, you, know, mental health being so taboo. Mm. S- that stigma around like, oh, what? Malaysians cannot talk about depression. Hmm. Or you're depressed Uh, Do this and do that. Uh, It's not so bad. It's not that easy. As someone who has struggled with it, right? And still continue to struggle with it to this day. Hmm. It's not, it's easier said than done to tell people, what you have to be depressed about? Rumah ada, makanan ada, kerja ada, semua cukup. It's not that easy. Hmm. We don't know why we feel sad. Hmm. Right? But I think also, and then I spoke to a friend of mine, he's Malaysian, and he said, like, yeah, I've been starting to go see a therapist and it's been really great for me. However, I just think, like, my, I think, insurance here in this country should cover for something like that.
0: Right, because it doesn't right now, right? It doesn't. Yeah,
1: 600 ringgit per hour, who want to go?
2: Yeah.
1: Right or not? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, there are organizations that you can go and talk to and they can help you out with it. But I also feel like, you know, there are certain uh, like hotlines that you can call Mm. if you ever reach a point where you just want to talk to a complete stranger. Mm. I also feel like, you know, the people who are answering those phone calls need to be trained, Mm. maybe have qualifications to talk to different types of people, Mm. you know, Mm. because what they do is I didn't want to, you know, put you in a statistic. It's like, oh, so it's something that you saw on social media. Is it? Okay, boom, you're a number. You're Mm. depressed because of social media. Like, no, Mm. it's not because of that. Mm. So, you know, I think as an artist as well, like, sometimes you just want to like cut through the whole trying to justify why you're feeling and why you're seeing and why you're thinking the way you're thinking and just really cut to the meat, you know? Yeah. Because like, I don't know, I guess... I have a lot of friends who they go abroad. Huh? Malaysians, they go abroad, they get qualifications, they get like child psychology degrees and stuff like that. But art therapy, they don't have jobs.
2: Mm. Mm.
1: And then they have to work for advertising or something like that, mm. which is fine, mm. but it's not their expertise. Mm. Mm. And I think like we need to instill that into our educational system. Mm. We, Malaysia, you know, I don't know, but my school didn't have a like student counselor or teacher or a counselor that we can talk to about bullying or whatever, because that adds a lot, you know, to a person's mental state, especially if you're in your teen years, your formative years. Mm. Right? Yes. Where you're like super impressionable. Yeah. And kids are cruel. It's not your fault.
0: Oh, horrible, yeah. Horrible. <laughs> Thirteen year olds scare life. Yeah Thirteen scary, year yeah.
1: olds scare me to death yeah. because they will find everything that's <laughs> wrong about you and then they will amplify it. That's right. Right? Yeah. But we know when you're a kid, that school is your world.
2: That's right. Yeah.
1: And if you cannot talk to the teacher, who can you talk to? If you bite your mind and talk to your parents, parents are like, oh, it's okay, just just ignore, just ignore.
2: Mm.
1: That can lead to many things,
2: you yeah. know,
1: in your like experiences that shape you
2: mm.
1: as a person later mm. in life. Mm. If you cannot survive it, man, I don't even want to think about what it will make you into. Yeah. Maybe you still look like a normal person, but you will always have that. You will never make peace with that side of you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So if you have like like a counselor or something in school who you can just like talk to, who is like neutral, but can still help you feel like you are a strong Person, you are a strong young person, and don't worry. High school is not the world. Yeah, I think that would be great. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I think like in a way that all kind of um, plays into anti-bullying as well, mm. because you need to somehow factor that in, right? And educate young people or anyone not just young people. Bullying happens everywhere. Mm.
0: Well, right? it's like uh, even that uh, even it happens at adults. Uh, you know, it's just that maybe it's not that obvious, or so it takes a different form in the right?
1: workplace all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
1: you know, I think in schools, right? I think the things that they should teach in schools is yeah, um, wellness, mental wellness. Okay, it doesn't matter. It's not about religion. It's about mental wellness. Mm. Everyone's mental wellness. You don't have to put religion into it. Mm. Okay, that maybe uh, uh, financial studies. You know, and a lot of like, you know, a couple more that I will not mention because panjang lagi cerita nanti.
2: Yeah.
1: But that's why I want to, you know, advocate for mental health. And if any organization is listening to this, please, 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 it's time. Like, let's work together. I really want to help. I really want to use my platform to talk about this. Because as a person who has gone through multiple, you know, survivals and still going through that, I really want to help out. We mm. really want to help out. And um, I think it's, you know, yeah, I can't stress enough of how important that is for Malaysians to understand mm. that we all have our own, you know, mental challenges mm. through every day.
2: Mm.
1: And, you know, it's time for them to know that they are not alone. Mm. It's time for them to know that just because you want to go see a therapist, you gila mm. ta,
2: okay,
1: doesn't mean you're crazy. Mm. Just want someone to talk to, just want them to know that, kalau if you're a friend and your friend says, I want to go see a therapist, don't terasa mm. that, you know, why can't you talk to me? It's not that. Mm. It's just sometimes you do need somebody who's qualified and built to listen and help mm. unbiasedly. Mm. So,
0: and I, I'm going to ask. Uh,
1: in a nutshell.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that a good long answer. Uh, <laughs> Um, I, I'm going to ask a question that it's, uh, it goes a bit deeper, but uh, you feel free to share what you're comfortable sharing because you, you did kind of mention earlier that you, you experienced it personally on some level, right? So like, like, like the depression and, you know, so what is, um, uh, it's something that I think a lot of people don't realize because you're obviously a successful person. Sorry, you're a successful person, right? Like, as in, like you, you know, people know who you are. You, you know, you're you're a successful singer songwriter, and people typically assume that, you know, um, uh, something like this might, uh, you know, may not affect a successful person so much. I mean, that's uh, you know, it's like a very uh, simplistic yeah, a assumption, right? right? So, uh, because like, why would you, why would you feel like this when you have everything?
1: See, to me, that's why we need to educate people about depression. Mm. Like I said, people are like, what do you have to be depressed about? Nothing happening. Mm. Don't know. I don't know why. Mm. I just feel really sad. Maybe I'm not feeling my own sadness. Maybe I'm feeling somebody else's sadness. I don't know. Mm. Right? Mm. It doesn't have anything to do with whether or not uh, someone is famous, someone has money, someone is like this. Car. It doesn't have anything to do with that. Like the inner struggle is real, Mm. you know? Mm. And I think that is the kind of conversation that needs to happen because people feel like, you know, like your outer surroundings make you depressed. But Mm. sometimes it's not. Mm. I grew up in a really, you know, like great childhood. My parents are still very much in love with each other, Mm. you know? so many things that people can say, like you have nothing to be depressed about. But if you listen to my songs, you can tell it's a sad and angry girl.
3: Mm. Right. Mm.
1: Because there are things within us that we need to make peace with. Mm. And the thing about depression is that. So it's like a very subjective thing. It depends on who you ask. Mm. For me, I don't know. I don't know why I feel so sad sometimes.
0: Is it? I, I wonder if it's like um, because you have a creative mind and I think like so someone is like creative, like you, you kind of goes...
1: Yeah, I mean, you know. you know, like I said, like creative minds, yeah, it's part and parcel. But there are also other people out there who work, you know, very normal nine to five jobs mm. who are successful mm. and who go through it as well. Mm. Why? Mm. If you ask them also, I'm not sure maybe they have their own answers because it's different for everyone. Right? Yeah. And that's why we need to understand, especially in our society where people feel like shortcomings would lead to depression. You know? But that's why you need people to be there and listen and help them understand themselves and understand what they're going through. Because like, as much as I love talking to my friends, what can they do? Oh, it's not that bad. Mm. Okay, I understand, I understand. Do you understand though? Because mm. to you, maybe I'm just, you know, like, oh, not drama all the time. Mm. Because there's this like deep sadness though. Mm. Sometimes your mind becomes so numb like that. Mm. I and mean, you just don't know what to say, you don't know what to do. But I'm lucky because I can just sit with my guitar or my ukulele and I can just express. And you express but it, not yeah. as many people are as lucky. You know, you have no one to talk to and all of that. So I think like um, we need to educate people more about the meaning of depression and it's not usually what they think it is. Mm. Yeah.
0: Mm. I, I think, um, yeah, I think you don't really, from what, what I understand, that like you don't really know it until they kind of experience it. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And yeah. most of the times when you try to cheer someone up, it's easier said than done.
0: <laughs> you can't just ask them to like try yeah, harder cannot, or smile no, no, right? come
1: now, nah, let's go for a walk no yeah. I don't want to go for a walk <laughs>
0: let's watch a comedy together
1: yeah sometimes <laughs> I just don't want you know, sometimes when you're so sad like you don't even want to pick up a pencil or crayon or paint or anything like that you just want to just like be in it mm. you know and especially during like MCO I know there was a huge surge in people who felt the, the blues
0: oh yeah being stuck at home
1: because we're humans, we're not meant to stay inside for that long, mm. right? Mm. So, has you know, I um and on Twitter, like the you know like uh, organizations like Minda,
2: mm. uh,
1: like you know they've been um, quite a good outreach actually mm. as well. So, I'm looking forward to maybe collaborating with them at some point. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, mm. um, I think it's a good. It's a good thing to be an advocate of. Uh, it's one of the things that people don't talk about. You mentioned earlier about insurance not covering it. I think I've read somewhere that I think the US insurance companies do cover this. Oh, yeah. Right. So yeah. I think it's really helpful, right? So yeah. stuff like that. If uh, it's covered in some form, right, by insurance company by the insurance, then I suppose you'll make a big difference. Lah. It, right?
1: it would. Yeah. Because like good help costs money, la. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know? Um, can I ask about so you've been back two years
1: almost two yeah. years,
0: almost two years yeah right yeah what's um two questions here what made you decide to come back I, th- I suppose you've been asked this question multiple times before but and the second one is like how's it been all right two years
1: yeah um well usually people ask me like why did you decide to come back but so it's usually like off air Mm. Uh, so I give them like you know off air just so, just when we're about to go on air. <laughs> nah you know lah. I know. I you know, like mm. something really simple and basic. But I'm glad you asked me that So set the record straight. I guess mm. I came back because I've been away for so long. Mm. I've been away for about eleven years. Actually, way before that because I was in London. Mm. Um, you know, prior to moving to the states. Yeah. and then I came back for only about a year and a half, and then the music thing happened, and then I left. You know, mm. I I think I'm, a, I don't know, I like to, I'm a nomad lah, I guess. I like new experiences.
2: Mm.
1: So I've always been kind of independent mm. like that, but I feel like there came a time where I'm like, okay, it's so I'm a very free spirit, right? Mm. Very free spirit. And it came a time where, you know, I really just sort of sat down with myself and just like, look, listen, like, parents getting older, brothers getting bigger, he's going to go to college soon. Like, I think, you know, we've had a lot of fun in the States, you know, like it's been really good to us and we've experienced what we have experienced. We've learned what we've learned, mm. what we needed to learn. Mm. And for me, like, that's why I move around a lot it's because I feel like I always have like new things to learn. Mm. And I feel like it's time I had to, you know, bow out gracefully um, and, you know, thank America for like all the blessings that it's allowed me to have all the experiences and all the people that it's allowed me to have but I as someone who moves around and travels a lot I always uh, acknowledge when it's time for me to part ways And I was like okay let's go back to Malaysia and see what things are like there but I came back first and foremost from my family.
0: Mm yeah mm. and, and the two years have you had a lot of uh, opportunity to spend time with them to do a lot of things together
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> too much time sometimes it's like okay I can't come over today <laughs> I'm so busy
2: um
1: <laughs> you know but they understand like, my parents are my, my biggest fans like hmm. they're my street team like my mom's theme. Facebook is just is my scrapbook there's <laughs> <It's> like all <laughs> things I, it's more updated than my own right. social media actually <laughs> um but yeah what it's like uh, has it been like to be back so far i i'm loving it um i i'm loving the connections that i'm making here mm. because you know i was away for so long that i kind of lost touch with a lot of people and kind of all went our separate ways but i'm meeting new people who you know is um who can i connect better I guess, with the evolution that I've gone through. Mm. Mm. um, With the growth that I've gone through um, mentally, emotionally, and creatively as well. And to me, I just, you know, I'm a big believer in, in God, in my creator. So for me, I just... I just surrender, man. Like I just go with the flow always. Mm. And so far, you know, thankfully it's led me to have many awesome experiences and really, really cool Malaysians who are making a difference Mm. in all of the industries that they're in, you Mm. know, who are brave. And we all know about the phantom rules here against like certain freedoms of speech, I have to say. I got to say that, Mm. you know, but I am, you know, lucky to know many intellectual Malaysians who bring forth on how we can be better in our own respective industries. Now, Mm. especially for me in the creative industry, music industry, I feel like it's like a wild, wild west over here, no? Is it? It's like cowboy town. Everyone make their own rules, right? And it's great. Because there's like a lot of opportunities that you can do Mm. if you are smart enough to, you know, go forth with it or go around certain things and, you know, in the right way, honestly. Mm. Mm. But I just feel like I'm so used to a certain system for the past 11 years of my career
2: Mm.
1: that I feel like I would love to practice them here. Mm. There's a structure to be followed Mm. when you're dealing with business because Mm. like I always say, music industry only 30% is creative 70% is business Mm. you know but thankfully again I'm very lucky to be around people who are on a mission to make the music industry the arts industry in general Mm. better Mm. Um, more uh, you know protective of the creative and the creative rights of artists and things like that so to me, like my focus on my coming back is my family and my career mm. and try not to gain any more weight because the food.
2: <laughs> it's too good. <laughs> it's too good. <laughs>
1: I cannot. Like, like in the US, right? If you want to go eat nasi lemak, uh-huh. you, can just go, you can just go to like a, a Malay restaurant. Right? That's the nasi lemak you're going to get. But over here, what nasi lemak you want? which uncle nasi lemak, nasi lemak bangsa, kan, nasi lemak this kan? nasi lemak kedah kan. <laughs> so many spot yeah. for choices until you don't know what to eat. Yeah,
0: Yeah, agree. Uh, and um, so sounds like obviously in the US, the uh, music industry is a lot more mature, right? And and there's a lot of, love. there are different, like you know who to go to for different things and the creative can focus on being the creative. But here, I imagine it's a bit more haphazard, like less structure and... Um, that there, is a, there isn't like a lot of a, I'm not sure what the word I'm, is I'm looking for like the support system or support network is different is that is that am I going in that right direction
1: yeah right. yeah actually you're yeah you're right. right support is the foundation of what makes things work mm. <laughs> really right. support from your fellow creatives you know your fellow people in your industry mm. and support from the right people who call the shots who can help you make that change Mm, mm, you know mm. but i just hope to see that change coming soon and i want to be back here and i want to be on the front line to help make that change Mm.
3: Cool. yeah
0: i want to go a bit into like um songwriting because i i as i understand yeah like you write your own songs i think it's pretty cool and um i have to
1: live it too yeah
0: (laughs) and uh as we kind of chatted about earlier i'm not sure whether it was off air or not like your your style is so like um uh diverse and so interesting right so where where do you get that inspiration for each song that you write do you draw it from personal life or do you or do you imagine someone else's life like how how does it work
1: yeah, um, you know, the answer changes all the time. Mm. Like really. But I think like I just wanna bear all with you. Mm. Um for me, I I'm a person I well, I used to meditate a lot. And when I do, like I get a better understanding of my own perspective in a balanced way. And um because of that, um, you know, when you meditate, I guess like things become clearer. And meditation is not just like, you know, sitting there, closing your eyes. Meditation comes in many different forms. Mm. Um, For me, uh, the big one is writing, just writing. Because I I said I came from a writing background. I actually was going to be a writer, Mm. right? Mm. Um, So, I don't know, I enjoy just sort of getting to know my emotions, when it comes to me facing a certain experience, like a breakup or a fight with a lover or something. And most of the times it's just um, songs to make, to put myself at ease, actually, mm. you know. Mm. But there are also songs that are like, you know, based on other people's stories and a little bit of poetic license here and there, you mm. know. Mm. Um but yeah, most of the times I, I have to live my words mm. so I can deliver, deliver them sincerely. Mm. And mm. that's not always easy to do. <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> and, and when you write, I suppose it's kind of free flow writing. Is it like you just write and you see what comes out of it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm that kind of writer. Right. Yeah, I don't think too much about it. Usually like the words go faster than my hand,
0: mm.
2: <laughs>
1: you know. So And I, I'm, I still write with a pen and paper. Mm. Yeah, Mm. I don't type because, you know, writing is, when you write it, you're immortalizing it. Mm. When you're writing on, when you're typing, you're digitalizing it. Mm. And when you write it, there's a more I feel, I personally feel, like everybody has their own different creative processes. Mm. There's no right, there's no wrong. But for me, I personally feel like it's more, um, I feel more connected to it. Mm. When I write it down, mm. yeah,
0: mm. I find it so interesting how um, to some extent, we share certain practices, because I mean, I run a technology company, mm. which is very far from what you do. Oh, uh, same same,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: but you know I also I mean i I, I meditate uh, in the morning and I write a lot. I also write pen to paper mm. and i and every morning i just like i just scribble stuff i don't even really know what i'm scribbling about that's
1: good see that's a form of meditation too it
0: is right i yeah. just write stuff and sometimes yeah. it doesn't mean anything yeah and sometimes i look at it and say ah i yeah. think there's something here you know? yeah
1: actually that i watched a video i was just telling you and uh, about this video i watched by this uh, i think he's like a sort of some, some motivational guru mm. his name is jim quick
0: oh yeah i've seen him uh, yeah, uh, yeah and he yeah, talks yeah. about
1: how you can like you know utilize uh more of your brain yeah
0: he's the mind guy right he's
1: a mind but i watched like one of his videos and he said like in the morning uh he actually has like a separate clock mm. and not like look at you know, So you're not looking at the time when you wake up on your phone because when you the first thing you're going to do is you're going to open your eyes, you're going to look at your phone, you're going to look at the time, then you're going to look at the notifications, mm-hmm. then you're going to like go into, into the that, platform right? and yeah. see what is going on. So you're frying your brain. Mm. I feel that mm. whenever I do that. Mm. I feel like, oh my God, my brain is going to rot by the end of the day. <laughs> um, but I think it's just really admirable for people who like not look at their phone an hour uh, after they wake up i think that's like a super skill these days i don't know how I, anyone can i don't i, I, I can't, can't do that, that actually yeah. do <laughs> but he also says that um he just journals he just like because you have to exercise your mind right mm. just write whatever
0: mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah yeah i think it's really helpful i think like yeah so it sounds like regardless of what profession or discipline you're in like just writing has so many benefits like writing without a real purpose that is in just right yeah,
1: yeah. You know? and you're able to kind of verbalize your thoughts as well mm. in a sense mm. you know you're able to um, organize them mm. better
2: mm. 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 that's yeah. so
1: cool yeah that's good keep doing that
0: yeah
2: <laughs> and,
1: and publish
0: it Publish it. Oh no! Sometimes <laughs> I I I tear off the pages and I carry the it way like no one should ever see this. <laughs> <I wrote> this. <laughs> uh, but that's the beauty of writing. Um. So, uh, in terms of the your process for songwriting, right? So, um, so I know that it's kind of haphazard. But do you typically start with the lyrics? or do you start with the, the music or do you start oh, with a general story
1: it depends mm. it really depends like sometimes I'll just be out with my friends or whatever and then something in a conversation or something just comes and I'll I'll have to type down on my phone la, mm. because I don't know I used to do that I used to just be that crazy artist friend like a song just came oh <laughs> you know and i just got tired of people staring and
2: like
1: looking at me all funny and right um but sometimes i just allocate a time i just sit down with my guitar my ukulele and see what happens lah mm yeah mm. but it, it's, it it differs
0: it differs right yeah. so you see how it comes lah basically yeah. right so um Earlier, you mentioned that you know uh, you're saying that when you were first doing like YouTube videos, you weren't the um, you weren't the singer with the the can sing to the is it highest range? I'm not sure what term that you use, but you know you you find you found your way to kind of uh, be you and sing, and then you obviously became successful, right? So there are lots of people out there in the I suppose um, who are great singers, right? Lots of people are great singers, but Many don't necessarily kind of make it. So, what do you think is that kind of special thing that helps someone achieve success in this field? I'm not sure if you know what I mean. Like, right? So because I, I see, you know, I watch my my wife is a big fan of like
3: oh,
2: competitions. Tell her I of, said hi. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And and um so uh she loves uh she loves music, right? Uh she loves music and um uh, one of the things I noticed was that uh, there's a lot of great singers out there. But, yeah. uh, right? But uh, not, yeah. not everyone necessarily makes it. So, how yeah, what's the, that's what's the
1: thing? it's very sad when talented people are considered didn't make it because of numbers. Mm. No? Mm. I feel like the most real talent that I know don't have the numbers. Mm. And that's sad. Mm. It's sad that like, a computer-generated sound is making millions.
0: <laughs> right. You understand I think that? I know what you mean. It's yeah.
1: so sad. Yeah. <laughs> it's so sad that people who actually came from this magic, this divine gift that they have,
2: mm.
1: and they open their mouths when you listen to them, you are just taken into a different dimension. Mm. Tapi, mm. Uh, followers that are my... Mm. And people are like, oh, not good. You know?
0: Hmm. What advice would you give them? What do you think will help them?
1: I don't know. Lah. I wish I had something that, could, that I could say that could help, <laughs> I guess, with that. I mean, you know, I, I would say just keep doing it because hmm. someone somewhere, honestly, it only takes one person to change your life. Mm. It only takes one person to see your video, believe in you, pick you out of there, and then give you a whole thing where it could change your whole entire life. Mm. So that's what happened to me, Mm.
2: Mm.
1: you know? But I did it without any intention of marketing myself or anything like that.
2: Mm. Mm.
1: So I just want to see, like, sincere artists be great. Mm. Be on the radio, yeah, be on the charts, not yeah. to say that the ones that are on now are not great, mm. they're great in their mm. own way mm. you know they 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 bring something to the table right now mm. you know that people like, but I also know a lot of my i I know a lot a lot of like creative friends who are like, young know, yeah just even them as a person yeah magic la you know you are not from this earth mm. like you are. So special. Uh, but, you know, I, I guess it also depends on what you want. What does it mean mm. to make it? Mm. Is it about, you know, you'd muscle Grammys. Is it making it? Not f- I don't know. Mm. Maybe for some other people. Mm. But, you know, I guess like the people that I find who are very talented, they don't, that's not success to them. Mm. Success to them is that when they open their mouth, somebody is healed. Mm success to them. Yep. When they open their mouth, they can see people's sadness leaving their bodies. Mm. Uh, that's success to them.
2: Mm.
1: You know, so for me personally, I don't, I don't care about the numbers of a person. It doesn't mean you have two million followers. You're great mm. artistically, but yeah. you're great at marketing yourself mm. at the mm. business, at the game. Mm. Uh, then I salute you lah because mm. I'm not good at that. Mm.
0: Mm, those those are very different skills right very different skills uh,
1: so I guess it's subjective on on what it means to make it
0: Mm, Mm. mm, I agree then and also like um making music for the masses is very different from making music that connects with individuals all right so yeah uh, so I'm referring to like um like you say very manufactured kind of music uh, you know like the, there's a formula so, I, so I'm a very analytical person yeah yeah person. it is no
1: no no it is yeah, there so is a formula there's and, a formula and, yeah. know, I learned all that when I was in the states yeah which I kind of wish I, I can unlearn right because you know I didn't come from that I didn't come from that at all and then suddenly I found wait there's a formula there's what a, yeah <laughs> I
0: know. can hear it in like you know the top charts the music I can, oh there's a structure I can hear the structure yeah it's like A B A B yeah. C A B uh, like that. yeah and um so you're independent now but you've also worked under a label before so mm. so what's the difference between the two from your personal experience working under a label and being an independent
3: well
1: i have to fund everything myself mm. <laughs> out of my own pockets well that's a big difference obviously yeah and uh, if there are any patrons uh watching this i would love a patronage
3: <laughs>
1: not investors uh, i don't want investors no, you're not know, gonna see roi Right. I just want somebody who is willing to just you know fund me, so I can make music that will make a difference in the world.
0: Mm. Okay,
1: mm. you can uh, get my info from Derek. Thanks. Yes,
0: uh, yeah, uh, we'll leave the we'll leave the contact in the show notes <laughs> <laughs> of the show. Uh, so so that's the main difference is it just purely like the the funding
1: I mean uh, even when I was signed also I wasn't a mainstream artist I was right. still independent I was still signed under Brushfire is an independent record it's just that it's distributed by um, you know a, a major label right yeah but I had all like the fun major label stuff you know mm. Mm. but I think my music is mainstream mm. but I'm still indie
2: Mm. <laughs> I still struggle indie. like one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> indie mainstream. <laughs> and um, uh, I mean, uh, cause you know you're indie now. You're in Malaysia, right? And uh, um, uh, recently I uh, we saw that you, uh, you resang Arena Chahaya with uh lots of like local artists. Oh gosh,
1: that was that was.
0: It was very recent. I think it was like a month ago or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Did you see who were... I, I, yeah, I, I watched the YouTube insane? video. Isn't that insane? Yeah. I, was coulda,
1: I cannot believe it. <laughs> I cannot believe, like, Amy Search like, did the opening, you know?
0: Yeah, I think, like, uh, I think Siti Nohaliza did the, the last C-Tino one. Siti
1: Nohaliza. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. That singing was so cool. my
1: song. <laughs> I, I cannot believe it. I, I just couldn't believe it
0: what yeah. what, um, what was that like you put that together like how, how did that happen
1: uh that was put together by uh mike manika he works close very closely with um malaysian singers and celebrities like mm. pr mm. and jen thompson actually mm. kajen mm. um who is of course you know one of the malaysian music industry notables mm. like she's you know, been a great help to a lot of independent artists, and she's also she takes care of everyone lah. So she kind of like put it all together as well, and gathered everybody. Mike gathered everybody. Kaopi as well. Kaopi shout out. <laughs> gathered everybody, and like as the names came to the list. And I was like, no way. This person? This person? These people are going to sing on my song? What? You know? And I was just ecstatic. That was was so cool. Oh, my gosh. Like, so many beautiful Malaysian treasure voices Mm. on that one song. You Mm. know? And to me, that's success to me.
2: Mm. Mm.
1: Mm. That's success to me. I don't have to get a fancy award, whatever. Mm. To me, that's success.
0: Mm. That was amazing.
1: When you have people legends like that Mm. singing songs words that you wrote you know so that's my highlight this year Mm. we'll consider that award (laughs) you
0: you did actually a second collaboration more recently Um, uh, Make It Through I think oh with
1: Faisatahe. yes
0: that's right and you also sang I
1: loved working with him Mm. yeah he's Mm. so chill and like and very positive person very smart as well but yeah Mm. very very good
0: Mm. yeah what what was it like working with so many local artists? Did you know everyone before this? (laughs) I'm sure it doesn't work like that, right?
1: Of course, I've heard of Faisal, you know, it's it's quite a, it's it's not quite, he's a big Mm. singer here, big name. Mm. And I was like, oh, no way. I was like, Faisal here. I was like, okay. Mm. Checked out his stuff. Mm. Cool, cool. Mm. Um, You know, uh, then I, we kind of did it in person because that was the first MCO project Mm. Uh, but I I actually love MCO guys I was doing these meetings in my baju kelawa and my bun with no shoes you know I miss doing interviews with no shoes on I'm gonna right. miss that a lot right yeah, just sitting cross-legged on my chair you know? you, and,
0: uh, you have an excuse not to travel right because like, I'm stuck <laughs> yeah. at home All right. and
1: the thing is right it's like I'm actually a homebody mm. okay I maybe go out um, once in a while, once a week, twice a, twice a month, three times a month These days, not mm. as when I was younger, I was wilder la, But let mm. will not talk about that um, <laughs> But you know, these days But if I go out, I go all out You mm. know what I mean? Yeah like I won't come home for like two days mm. None of that
2: mm. Yeah mm.
1: And then I'll like chill again mm. So MCO was okay And I was the only child for 17 years, right?
0: Only child so was I was used to yes.
1: staying home.
0: Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you like being home? Uh,
1: I love being home.
0: Mm. I love it. I I'm an introvert, so I love being home. Um, I'm an ambivert. You're ambivert, right? So, so my ambivert.
1: extrovert side was like, oh, I'm not, let's go out." And my introvert side, like, oh, please don't want." Mm. But speaking of ambivert, like my extrovert side would find the experience, mm. and then my introvert side would write about it. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Right,
0: you need both sides, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah.
1: the introvert won't go out of the
0: house. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tell me about it. Like um, when we first reopened the office. Well, yeah. honestly, I was actually very glad to see everyone again, as in the team. You yeah. Know? But at the same time, it's kind of mixed feelings. Oh, you know, I like being home. You know. <laughs> but it's nice to see everyone. Like,
1: yeah, it's, so it's nice story. to be like, hey, humans, hi.
0: Yeah, hi. I know yeah. you. I think I know you. Yeah. yeah.
1: But for a while, I forgot how to socialize, though. Mm. I forgot how to socialize mm. <laughs> like I had dinner with my friends the other day I, them, I don't know what I was saying so I was like, I don't know I, I'm like, guys, I think I forgot how to socialize And you are like, yeah, us too <laughs> Okay, we'll just eat <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I know what you mean, right? The yeah. three months, I think, wiped out Like 30, 40 years of my social skills and to start again <laughs> uh, And And um, uh, on, on terms of like, I think we talked about the local music scene a bit. Um, and I also I kind of ask you like how to be successful as an artist. But something more specific to the local music scene. Like right? if someone is like an artist here, like a singer, like is there any particular advice you would give them? To, just keep to doing ask? it,
1: man. Mm. I think first of all, you need to educate yourself. If you really want to be in the music industry, you need to educate yourself about how it actually works. Mm. And it's not just about the fame.
0: It's not just right.
1: It's hard work. It's a lot of work. Mm. Because I will always say this. I will always say the easiest part of the job is when you're on that stage
2: Mm.
1: for 45 minutes, an hour, whatever. Mm. The hardest is when you get off Mm. the stage. Mm. When you're off the stage and you need to make things happen for yourself. Mm. Especially if you're an independent artist. You have to hustle.
0: Mm. Mm. What, are, yeah. what are some of the harder things You think that people don't realise About being a singer Because like you said When people think about singing They just imagine like That that end result Being on the stage singing Or that video right But what, what goes on behind the scenes That people underestimate That it's really hard
1: What? Uh? So many I don't know where to start So many Yeah, yeah I think also <laughs> you know Like if you Because it's like this right <laughs> Being a creative is a, a sacrifice, it's a lot of sacrifice, because you have to be sure that you want to dive, nose dive, into being a creative person, which means that you are maybe not going to get uh, income, stable income every month. Mm. We don't have that, yeah. and also we don't have 9 to 5. Mm. You know, our work hours could be from 9 a.m. to 2 a.m. sometimes.
2: Mm. You know, Mm.
1: we don't have office hours. Right. Um, And so you have to constantly keep your head above water. You need to find opportunities for yourself. Mm. You need to keep doing what you do at the same time, upkeep your social media and whatnot. But just be kind. Good things happen to kind people, guys. I swear. I, I promise you. Good things happen to kind people. Mm. You boleh jadi cool, tapi jangan cool sampai you bongkar, okay? <laughs> it's, it's like kindness. Kindness is, is very important, especially when you want to create connections mm. in your industry. Because mm. people will always remember you mm. if you're kind. People will always want to help you out. Mm. People want to help each other out. But mm. just the respect, mm. you know, and support that you give to each other is very important as well. Mm. And uh, I think, yeah, I think that's the hardest part is like trying to find like other hustles to keep your head above the water every Mm. month. Mm. And at the same time, also try to make your music out there, get your music out there, Mm. you know. So yeah, upkeeping social media, uh, finding, you know, income. This is real, real talk. eh?
2: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Finding like right the,
1: the income, upkeeping your, you know, making new content and stuff like that. Because this is my generation. Mm. We are millennials. We always have to keep finding new content to put up mm. as well. Mm. And, you know, I think if you guys haven't done that yet, it's time for you guys to digitalize. Mm. I have to say. I was such an auntie, you know, I hashtag Buta IT. <laughs> but now, after MCO, I have to. Mm. I had to. I had to become my own uh, sound engineer, mm. my own producer. Mm. You know, it's not fun. Mm. Very slow. Mm. Takes like two hours to achieve just one thing because I'm like, how to do this? I have to watch YouTube how-to videos and stuff like that, you know? But, yeah, it's time. Like, if, if you haven't, you know, started digitalizing yourself mm. and your art and your content, mm. it, it should be time to start. Then it will be easier for you to have a portfolio for you to send it to seek opportunities for yourself
0: Hmm. i i want to i'm so curious about what's next for you now like what what are your plans i know that you've started this uh the late night chats (laughs) it's a live stream right so you have like uh you know you you feature a lot of friends from the creative industry um so can you tell us a bit more about this like you know why you started it? What do you hope to achieve from doing it?
1: <laughs> so it's funny because uh, I've always thought about, you know... Because I'm a curious person. I'm mm. a very curious person. And I've always wanted to start a talk show where I just interview like people that I think might have something interesting to say. And my friends are very interesting people. We share like a lot of the same ideals and philosophies and, you know, my friends in the creative industry, Mm. but I also want to interview people who are like, I don't know, mathematicians or something. It's like, so what, what is it exactly that you do? (laughs) You know, just ask questions based on my own genuine curiosity. Mm. Um, And, you know, have like a genuine conversation about why they love what they do, why they do what they do, what they do when they do it. Mm. And, you know, just kind of talk shop about being students among students, right? In life. So, yeah, I think... Like you learn from
0: each other. Sorry? You learn from each other, Absolutely.
1: You just compare notes about how to navigate life better, you know?
0: Yeah. 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 Nice. And, and um, in terms of your own music, uh, because you've gone through so much evolution, your style is different all the time. It's uh, tiring.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> what do you imagine, like how do you imagine your music evolving now? Like, so we're kind of talking about the future, right? What, what direction do you think it's probably going to go?
1: Should I tell them? Okay, so my third album, she's like, uh, um, um, well, woo-hoo. my third album, third album is uh, coming out this year. <laughs> nice. Hopefully, but i are just going to drop that because mm. it's, been, it's, been, it's, it's, it's been with me for a while, mm. um, you know, and I am already ready to start on my fourth album.
0: Nice. I'm really, really looking forward to it. Uh, so when you say that, it, so I don't understand music production that well. So that basically means that all the songs are there.
1: The songs are there, yeah. I recorded the third album in LA. Mm. Um, but just, you know, because again, like what people don't understand is that it, it, you need money to release songs, especially someone in my position. I'm in a unique position. It's a blessing and a curse mm. because people expect me to have like announcing my new single and that it's a lot of money Mm. actually Mm. and Mm. it takes time Mm. you know and and that's why i haven't been releasing anything Mm. because i'm still paying off like my producer in usd for my not to say like he's like don't release that until you know but Mm. i don't i want to do things in the right order Mm. um and yeah so the the album is already done Oh, you know, that's interesting. But
0: You recorded like it in LA? Single. Sorry? You recorded it in LA? That yeah. That means that, that's, that it was recorded before you came back
1: yeah. to the media?
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's oh a man. few years. Wow.
1: And so I'm just ready to drop it, you know. That's cool. But also at the same time, I'm not Beyonce, you know. Mm. I cannot just like drop and everyone go, Ah, that's so crazy. No, like people probably <laughs> like, Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but at least at least some some momentum. Right. So I'm going to release one one single. For that album, uh-huh. and then after that, straight away start on fourth album already. Oh, nice! And the fourth album is going to be special because uh, I'm going to have Malaysian musicians on there. Mm. I made it a point. Mm. That is my, mm. yeah. My that is
0: that is so amazing. Like uh, I can't wait. Yeah. We have
1: so many talented people, and people ask me a lot, like, "Oh, what's the difference between uh, music that's made in US and music that's made in Malaysia?" There's difference, <laughs> There's no difference. Mm. Okay, maybe the appreciation, that's the difference. Mm. Really. Mm. But if you hear like, all oh, these young, young musicians, and they know their way around recording software and things like that. You can't hear anything different.
2: Mm.
1: You know, English pun so fluent and stuff like that. Mm. You know, there's no difference. So we just have to start appreciating our local creatives and talents. We appreciate them for their art. Enough lah all this. I uh, Throw away all this like old thinking of I uh, have to be pretty, you have to be handsome. da uh, da lah too. eh. We don't live in that era anymore. Hmm. Talent always overlooks.
0: Yeah, agreed.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, just have to start refreshing our thinking. Hmm. If they start refreshing their thinking and actually recognize talent for talent, we would have an export of talent that we can bring out globally
0: oh yeah agreed yes
1: but it's not just me it's not just you there are other people who work behind the scenes as well Mm. who are like working with Hans Zimmer who are working on American horror story these are my friends Mm. do we know about it? no because people always want what's in front
2: Right, the front. There's person, there's right a
1: lady there. named Danita Ng. She's from Kuching, but her and her husband are music arrangers for Disney, for the Oscars. She's worked on Avatar. She's worked on Final Fantasy. Do we know? We don't know. Can mm. so we need to start understanding that there are other like talents mm. in the music industry mm. who are doing great.
0: And there is a and lot of talent.
1: We have to start stop. We have to stop looking at the outer layer because yeah. that is not the kind of music the kind of quality that we want to look out for. Mm. Okay, la are chante, okay, la why not? Right. Mm. But that's not the most important. Yeah. The most important is how you carry yourself on stage, your charisma, your music, your sound, your messages. So if I had anything to convey that dah, dah, to, like mm. you know, <laughs> and want that thing o rupu Because that's very dismissive mm. to growth.
2: Mm.
1: If you keep wanting to look just on the outside. Yeah. Kal lua chante da lam ta de minya. Mm. Tangki kosong. why? Mm. You just wanna how long are you gonna capitalize on the looks? Mm. No. Mm. You know, I, I I'm I'm all up for like barrier breakers. And you know, like that's who I want to surround myself with. Are people who are like brave, who like, you know, have like DGAF attitude. You know mm. DGAF? I cannot say it la. I think you guys tell him what DGAF means.
0: I'm I'm an old old man. So uh, they they advise me all the time what all these abbreviations You
1: know, like that kind of attitude. (laughs) You know, so I think if we can start appreciating art not based on looks, we can go very far Mm. because it's there. I've seen it, I've heard it, I've been around it. I follow it on Instagram, I follow it on Spotify. I hear them, I see them, and I and babe, we have so much global quality. Like you won't even believe. It's just that you don't see them on TV, you don't hear them on radio or anything like that. Mm. No.
0: I'm so happy to hear that, you know, you're, you're very driven to elevate like the, the local scene, right? And to like another level. and
1: Yeah, like, because uh, people keep asking like, how do I make music that can, can get me out of Malaysia? First of all, you don't think like that. Mm. Music is not your ticket. Mm. You have to be sincere with it, authentic with it, real mm. with it. Right? And secondly, we have already. You know, like I said, why K-pop, K-pop scene so big?
2: Mm.
1: Because government helped them. Mm. Samsung helped them.
2: Mm. That's uh, true, right? They get a of Invest
1: in them. Yeah. You know, we can. We can achieve that. Mm. But we just need the right people who call the shots to back us up. Mm. Yeah, we have so good content, everything. You know, people blaja jawa-jawa and then they come back here, they're like all like pumped with enthusiasm and stuff like that. Mm. And we want to be here to create freshness.
3: Mm.
1: S- and stop like, you know, stop, uh, how to say, it? Um, hiring. So hiring young people who are just younger versions of yourselves. Mm. That the change is not going to happen. Mm. You need young, fresh minds who right. can bring young, fresh ideas, and you need to start listening to them. Yeah, yeah, and don't hire somebody who you think, oh, that's just a younger version of myself, mm. easy to work with. Mm. No, that's why change don't happen. Yeah, you need to get out like this old energy. That's right. You know, like people who call the shots are of a generation that can benefit from listening to actual
3: people
0: mm. yeah we, you know, we need to evolve right like we need to we need, uh, grow, revamp change, we need to evolve we evolve, need freshness <laughs> really you do yeah
1: Yeah. so and I believe it because like the one thing that I noticed when I came back is when I meet like young people I, I'm no, I'm no spring chicken right but I do meet young people even the way they dress is different now the way they talk, you know, their social media content is different now. It's not the same anymore. And it's time to listen to them. Mm. They have things to say. You know, if I, was, if I was that young right now, if I was around, <laughs> if I was of that generation, man, and somehow I'm very rebellious, right? I would break my chains. You know what I mean? So I feel like we have quality people this new generation that's coming up, they're quality people, you know, really, you know, they, they, it's not, it's not a matter of like, language barriers anymore, everyone speak English now, you know, but we just have to start knowing, understanding, acknowledging the fact that they may have integral things to say that could benefit our progress yeah so keep doing what you do guys I believe in you I will help you if you need me
0: that's so awesome have you um, how fast that fourth album have you started plans for it like um, uh, do you um, I'm trying to think of the the right way to ask the question because the third album's You plan for this year. So are you already doing work on the fourth album? Is that how it works? Or do you wait for the third album to come out and then start on the fourth album?
1: I've already started writing um, a couple of songs for the fourth album. Oh, nice. Um, But right now we're just thinking about a concept. And I hope to be working with an American producer. Hmm. This one American producer um, that... He's my friend, but mm. he also has a very long-standing repertoire lah, you mm. know, in uh, music. Mm. Like he's part of, um, I would say personally, like one of the game-changers in the music industry. And um, yeah, we hope to make it happen. Mm. We hope to get the necessary funding to make it happen. Because I feel like it could, uh, since I'm working with... Um, malaysian musicians and it's going to be co-produced by a malaysian uh, producer so it'll be a learning curve for everyone you know Mm. i think that will be fun yeah yeah so usually for albums i just write the songs and then the producer will pick and choose which one would fit each other Mm. and then you know but i've been really into conceptual album like recently but Mm. yeah I don't know maybe for the fourth one we'll keep it simple
0: (laughs) well we'll wait and see (laughs) Uh, so we're going to go into like a quick fire questions now so we're in the last segment what fire
1: questions? quick
0: fire questions you know boom 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 quick fire oh
1: no (laughs) (laughs) terbakar tak (laughs) nanti and
0: and Well, some people say my quick fire questions are very slow, but we'll see. Uh, She's
1: already starting to record. I'm scared. (laughs) I feel like it's going to be like super, super fast. Okay, okay, okay. Uh,
0: But before that, we we actually had some questions on Instagram. Like some people actually asked us. Oh gosh, okay. Yeah, so we picked a few. Uh, So I just grouped them together, quick fire questions. All right. So first one is, which singer would you like to collaborate with uh, if given the chance dead or alive
3: oh
1: yes I love this question oh my gosh but can I only pick one
0: uh, who's which oh, maybe top three okay top Karen
1: Carpenter from the Carpenters mm, okay um Billie Holiday and Joni Mitchell mm. yeah all beastly women mm. and maybe Janice Joplin too
0: mm. Yeah. That's four. That's okay. And good. Jimi Hendrix. Oh, you're getting greedy now. <laughs> and Jim Morrison. Uh, <laughs> you nice. cannot ask,
1: you cannot ask musician <laughs> this question and expect just one. one the list be, you goes know?
0: on. <laughs> uh, what uh, favorite song you've ever written and why? Honeybee. Honeybee, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. That song
1: is a portal, I feel. It's helped a lot of people as well. And it's 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 like, a wedding song also which I'm so happy about Mm. you know yeah
0: so Honey Bee okay nice Uh, what would you have been if you were not a singer
1: (gasps) a pain in the butt
0: (laughs) full time (laughs) not only
1: part time so I'll be a full-time pain but right yeah. that's,
0: that's not a real job but <laughs> you can make it one I suppose
1: <laughs> um, I don't know I think probably something with like linguistics mm-hmm. yeah because I love languages so, right yeah right okay yeah
0: uh, what scene from a movie or TV show was super memorable to you and left you a uh, life lesson
1: oh my gosh it
0: gets harder eh? this
1: this does get harder <laughs>
0: Uh, what scene from a movie or TV show Was super memorable to you And left you a Well it doesn't have to be A strictly like a life lesson But it kind of stuck with you like.
2: Yeah
1: I know Because there's so many And I'm like trying to mm. It's like a Rolex, uh, a Rolodex You know mm. Um, mm. Man Okay can we come back To this question Yes we can okay.
0: okay Is there a nonfiction book That you've read That you believe Everyone should read
1: So currently I'm reading uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're quite late to this <laughs> yeah
1: yeah well yeah. that's a really
0: good book it's
1: late in the game you yeah. know but um uh also the one that i like call this, like my life guide is um uh the art of being and becoming by hazrat inayat khan oh
0: never I never it's read beautiful. that before yeah the art of being and becoming
1: mm-hmm. nice yeah, it's helped me through a lot okay
0: yeah. okay uh what's the best piece of career advice uh, you've received from a mentor or someone that you respect? Uh,
1: You are the only person that stands in the way of your own blessings. But he said it in Malay, So it's like, makan dalam a bit lah. Mm. Siapa sebenarnya halang rezeki diri sendiri kalau bukan kau. Kau sendiri yang halang diri kau sendiri. Betul tak? Kau tak boleh salahkan orang lain. Kau yang halang diri kau sendiri. Okay? Wah. So that, I, I, yeah, I'll always it. remember that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I definitely felt it.
2: Yeah,
3: right.
1: Something, <laughs> 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 if, if it's in Malay, you know. I know. If it's in English, you're know, like, okay, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Malaysia, so, oh, yeah, you know, like, yeah,
0: I felt like saying sorry just now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, who is your role model? Um and uh, not someone from your family and why? Alama,
1: how you know I was <laughs> gonna say my mom?
0: Yeah, yeah, moms and dads typically. I think uh,
1: Quincy Jones and Clive Davis. Oh, oh, why? Sorry.
0: Why? Why Quincy Jones and Clive? Davis?
1: Well, I mean, you know, they are. I think Quincy Jones. You know, it's Quincy Jones. He just has the Midas touch, and he, you know. It's a it's a gift lie. I admire him for his gift and mm. how he is uh, still like if you watch interviews of him, he's still very humble, you know. And Clive Davis, just I mean, Clive Davis, help is he is the music industry, mm. you know. So I I would love to be able to one day have that uh thing where you know I'm like you're talented, I'm gonna sign you, and we're gonna change your life you know yep. so yeah i like that about nice. type Davidson, quincy jones
0: what object have you purchased in the last 12 months um it's <laughs> a very specific is this
1: question. like an mco question because <laughs> let's go to my lazada and shopee list so uh, you can find
0: it's a very specific question so <laughs> what object have you purchased in the last 12 months that cost less than a thousand ringgit Um, that you believe has had tremendous positive impact to you? (laughs) No, less than 1,000. The reason why I say less than 1,000 is because most people just say it's their phone. So I'm trying to avoid that answer. iPhone, less than
1: 1,000?
0: Yeah, so... so, iPhone
1: 11 Pro Max, 6,000.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. So if I say less than 1,000, you can't say it's
2: your phone.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's not my phone. Does food car. No, i was kidding. Um...
0: Speakers Amps What kind of amps
1: Yeah monitor speakers Basically just stuff uh, For uh, to upgrade my uh, Home studio
0: Home studio Yeah Right Yeah Right Yeah That counts if you and want it to count Maybe yeah
1: It helps me Because you know That's a part of my Bread and butter What I do mm. But also the books
0: The books yeah. That you've been
1: Seven reading. Seven uh, Habits of highly effective people mm. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend it it's such a good book it is a, a good, good book yeah.
0: actually I'm going to be very honest I didn't finish. actually finish the book it's
1: okay because then you can mm. go on YouTube because there's one guy who like draws the summary of it
0: is it oh okay I...
1: and you can pretend oh yeah I love that part
0: yeah right part where
1: it says yeah. like da, da 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 da
0: yeah 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 I do that a lot pretend to be smart yeah life hack <laughs> <laughs> yeah I didn't make it past <laughs> the second chapter I remember it's quite heavy <laughs> the way the book was written it's
1: heavy lah la, yeah. but you know because yeah, yeah it's yeah, mm. makes you think.
0: If you could make a video go viral and the video carried a message that's important to you, what message would that
1: be? Uh, no, we just like.
0: Mesti to... TikTok
1: content. Yeah. Punya. <laughs> <laughs> we ask
0: this to everyone.
3: <laughs> okay, what is it?
0: Uh, if you could make a video go viral and the video carried a message that's important to you, you know, what message would that be?
1: If you can get a video go viral Mm. and that video has a message that's important to me.
0: Mm. What would that message be? Oh,
1: what would that message be? Or Mm. not what would the video be?
0: (laughs) (laughs) We can go in that direction also later.
2: What would the video be?
0: (laughs) I know that dance. At least I spent too long on TikTok. I don't
1: want to see him do that. I (laughs) want to see it. It's the most simple (laughs) TikTok dance. The one is the only one I know. <laughs> uh, I think, um I think. I think you know. Just be kind. Just be kind, man. Just be, just kind. be kind. You know, like the cool attitude is outdoor. Mm.
3: Yeah.
1: No one. We're not. We're not. We're not there anymore. That's that's like old.
2: Mm.
1: You know. I keep saying that. Like you know, ego. ego is, Mm. no no but yeah just be kind be kind man it's, it's, i know it's some for some people it's really hard but like if i if i can do it anyone can mm. honestly
2: mm.
1: kindness be kind yeah mm. score some points you know there's locusts out there already mm. it's time
0: <laughs> uh, next question what's the skill that you have uh that other people will find surprising uh, but it's been very useful to you in your life.
1: Okay. Mm. I can stick my tongue out and touch my nose.
0: What? Oh yeah. okay.
1: You try, you try. I I try, try it, try it. I try. will, okay. Try. Oh wow. I am trying.
0: Right? Must yeah. Me? Yeah yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I fell for that. <laughs> 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 Is that skill practical jokes? Like that was your skill?
1: That's my skill. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah, yeah. It works all the time. Yeah, at anything, any oh event. Oh my
0: God. Uh, I think I'm, my face is blushing. I got called God. <laughs> Okay. Yay,
1: you learned new skill. Yeah, I did. I
0: did. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, what? Um what do you miss most before the pandemic hit?
1: Oh okay. Um I do miss the outside because of course I would pick up a, a sport that would require me to be outside, which is roller skating.
0: Roller skating, huh? Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I I really enjoy that a lot, even though I have like really bad knees. Mm. You know, but I do enjoy roller skating a lot and um actually like I got asked this question also during MCO Mm. but if it's not the outside and I don't miss much because everything is available to you right grab Mm. other Mm. grab delivery oh that's true Ah, if I want Boba I just get it delivered
0: Mm. 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 stuff like that but yeah Um, maybe
1: my okay so I should say like friends stuff like that right
0: well, you we don't have to if you don't like your friends oh, we
1: have zoom sessions, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. hey what are you doing today mm. okay, me too <laughs> you know thats that's why I love like technology sometimes like it just brings you closer oh
0: yeah, yeah, for sure
3: mm-hmm.
1: mm. you could do interviews like am I wearing pants? I don't know
0: mm. Mm. she is don't worry yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I mean during MCO, ba.
2: <laughs> it's like ayo. a half-body camera. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> next question. Um, favorite hangout spots in KL?
1: Oh, this is a good chance to support friends.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, I like the Zhongshan building.
0: The Zhongshan, the Zhongshan building. in Kampong Atap. okay Mm. Okay. i have
1: a few friends there it's a it's an artist community building right so they have like a dj bar upstairs and then my friend alina murang also has a studio there you'll find the best coffee there from pew pew pew
0: the 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 tiktok thing you know what it is
1: yeah (laughs) um and also queenie downstairs who has cockfa tea she has the most amazing honey caramel salted cheesecake you will ever have
0: all in one building
1: all in one building everything you need and also if you go to tommy's baker's you can find amazing sandwiches as well
0: nice tommy's baker's is a different tommy tommy le baker tommy le baker Baker, yeah right the zhongshan building i'm Mm, so gonna. if you
1: want to find like records or whatever cassettes you can Tandang record store is also up there nice yeah
2: okay cool yeah. okay
1: and ah. recently i went to this vegan restaurant called the hungry tape in chinatown oh my gosh so delicious they just open yeah really good vibes
0: mm. Is that is that near the chongshan building
1: uh no it's in chinatown
0: it's in chinatown yeah, oh, okay. Street, yeah. okay. i clearly do not know i, I like hanging out in
1: potaling street
0: oh, all right okay
1: actually there's a few places there that i frequent mm. uh is one of them Uh, Moto is one of them. I know the people uh, who own it. Mm. Really fun. Mm. Although quite a climb stairs because it's on the rooftop. I see. Um, And Shuangxi. Shuangxi is nice, like a secret bar. Shuangxi, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Cool. Okay. Uh, Should get
1: out more. I think.
0: Me. Yeah, yeah. i I. I think the problem is cool places you don't know. I'm. I'm too old for. Why Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, you,
0: oh, you speak Mandarin much Do you speak better Mandarin? than me. If you saw I pronounced Zhongshan building, that was your first hint that I don't speak Mandarin very well. Uh, yeah.
1: So, can you speak Mandarin?
0: Very, uh, very poorly. Quantonghua? A bit Cantonese. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so amazed. Wow. Um, <laughs> I actually did an interview in Mandarin before, but I memorized the entire answer. <laughs> My, my coach is actually standing so
1: there. So man.
0: <laughs> Literally, I was like, you're going to ask me these five questions. That's it. Don't move anywhere else.
1: Uh, like. and, then, and then, so you're just like, aha, uh-huh, okay, great. Next question. Yeah, yeah,
0: kind of. <laughs> yeah. So if they ask me a question and I didn't understand it, i just like, I'm just going to tell you the answer that I know. I don't care what you just asked. Sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, last question. And I think you kind of answered this question in different ways um, throughout the conversation. I'm sure I did. Yes. I told Um, you I talk a lot. mm, Uh. And the question is, what does the word success mean to you?
1: So the word success means different things to everyone. And I think the word success means how you are content with an action that you did where you know it helped people or it helped yourself feel like you have elevated yourself in terms of your expertise or your, you know, your skills. But to me, yeah, that's what success means. But again, like I said, it means different things to everyone. Mm. Like I think in every given situation, it depends. Anything could be success. Mm. Like, yay, we found parking, Success!
0: Yeah, it's good to find success in small things in life Yeah, Yeah.
1: and I think, you know like When you have that sort of mentality Like every day there's success Every day, every day it's like achievement You're adding more and more happiness and joy in your life And once that happens You start elevating yourself And when you start elevating yourself You will feel great And therefore you will attract great things Yeah, because I believe in that
0: I love that Yeah. Yeah That's great advice Awesome so, thank you so much, Z, for being here. Thank you so uh, much for such, listening. Oh, it's been such an honor. I love this conversation. A- edit nicely, yeah? Yeah, we are 100% we will. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep all the inappropriate parts and like. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll remove everything else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: so, don't, yeah. Don't, don't, don't make me get cancelled. <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to the Hello Mentor podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, do hit that subscribe button, whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple podcast. If you're trying to have a great career, or if you want to succeed in business, um, you will benefit from really, really getting to learn from some of the most inspiring people in Malaysia. And hopefully you can replicate some of that success yourself. Uh, we have many, many more amazing people joining us soon. And we expect to release an episode once every two weeks. So again, do hit that subscribe button to our podcast and you will be notified when the next episode is up. Also, this podcast is supported by WAP, the leading professional youth jobs platform in Malaysia. So if you're looking to hire great talent or if you're looking for a new job, do also check us out at WOPJobs.com. That's W-O-B-B jobs.com. Thank you again and I look forward
3: to share the next episode with you soon.